Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you stop comparing and start living. I'm your host, Heather Creekmore. I hate to admit this, but I used to secretly obsess over my appearance. I thought it was part of my job as a woman to always look better, but never felt like I could be good enough. Maybe you can relate. God, in His grace, showed me a way out, and I want to give you all the tools you need to break free too. If you've ever spent too much time stressing over your looks, I get it. I hope you'll keep listening and find the same freedom I have. Here are three other things you should know about me. I'm a minivan driving mom of four. I'm author of the book Compared to Who and The Burden of Better. I'm a blogger at comparedtowho.me, and you just may have seen my epic bake fail on Netflix. If you've ever struggled with comparison or body image issues, Compared to Who is the show for you. I hope you enjoy today's episode, and hey, tell a friend about it. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the Compared to You podcast. Since it's summer, I wanted to just do a little episode to help you, I don't know, remember or maybe learn if you're new to the show, how to separate the facts from the fiction when it comes to our body image. So I want to start by telling you a story. See, there was this girl, her name was Jenny, and she was so beautiful. We were only in the seventh grade, but somehow she knew exactly what to wear. She knew how to carry herself. I always felt awkward and thrown together, but Jenny, wow, she exuded grace and confidence. And she could do this awesome thing. And if you can do this, I'll admit I'm envious of you. She had this gorgeous long black hair. And if it started to get hot or she felt like it was in her way, she could just twist it up into this beautiful bun and stick a pencil in it and y'all it would stay it was amazing and I can't even tell you how many times I tried and my hair would just flop and it would just look like there was a pencil sticking out of it I'll tell you I used to lay in bed and think if only if only I looked a little more like Jenny then I wouldn't dread class picture day then I wouldn't have to spend my whole 30-minute bus ride fixing and refixing my hair. And friends, I had a gas-powered curling iron. Okay, so I, when I say fixing my hair, I was literally curling my hair on the bus. Then I would be free from this underlying distress that my less-than body was always causing me. And then after high school, I learned something mind-blowing. You ready for this? That same friend that I always envied, envied me too. What? So in the years since high school, and there's been a lot of them, I've been on this journey. That's why I do my blog. That's why I've written my books. That's why I do this podcast. And through this journey, I have been really in the trenches of examining what is the heart of my struggle with body image. I've wrestled disordered eating. I've wrestled compulsive exercise and overexercise. I've been an obsessive dieter. I've tried everything. I've been desperate to change the way I look on the outside so I could feel better about myself. But the truth is, and if you've been around the show for a while, you know none of those things worked. And part of the problem for me was that I believed the fiction of our culture instead of the facts about body image issues. 
And it's been my observation that on this issue, that's what so many women do. Many women, if not most women, wrestle to see the truth from the lies as it pertains to their own body image. So today, my goal is just to encourage you with three truths about your body image that, though they may seem like fiction, are actually true as can be, okay? So truth number one, this is getting down to basics, but your body image has nothing to do with what you physically look like. Now, I know that may seem unbelievable to you. And even if you will give a nod to it and say, okay, Heather, I know that. I've heard you say that before. I've read that. It may not feel true yet in your heart. So I, I get it. Like I always hated to hear models complain about their bodies on TV. Or I remember when the skinniest girl in the locker room would like prop her foot up on the bench and shake her thigh and say, ugh look at this fat. Like I just wanted to disappear into thin air because I knew that if her thighs were big, then mine must be jumbo. Now I'll tell you, honestly, I've been the bigger girl and I've also been the skinny girl. I know that our physical size and shape have very little to do with how we feel about and view our bodies. I fought my way in my early thirties into a size two. And I think I stayed there for a solid two months. Maybe it was two weeks. It wasn't long, but I still battled the same demons of insecurity, body anxiety. I still didn't feel good enough. I went so far as to become a fitness instructor. Some of you know my story because I thought that women who led other women in fitness classes didn't have body image issues, that they didn't struggle. But boy, I was wrong. And if you know my story or if you've read Compared to Who, you know that that didn't work for me either. So if you're listening to this today and this is kind of all new to you, I just want to encourage you. You have to believe that your freedom will not come when you just lose the weight or get the body or get the size or get the surgery or change that thing about your body that you feel like has been plaguing you maybe your whole life. The secret is not in getting the body. The secret is in understanding that your body image issues don't have anything to do with the way you look on the outside. Friends, body image issues are really issues of the heart. And whether a size zero feels roomy to you or a size 22 barely zips up, the enemy of our soul still whispers those same lies to every woman. He confuses women of all sizes about where their real value comes from. Tired of comparing yourself to others? It's time to break free, my friend. Check out comparedtohu.me online and you'll find a ton of great resources, blog posts, videos, and so much more to help you stop comparing and start living. And make sure you sign up for my exclusive email list while you're there. I send my email friends things I don't send anyone else. You can also find out more about my brand new book, The Burden of Better, How a Comparison-Free Life Leads to Joy, Peace, and Rest. If you're tired of battling comparison, friend, I wrote this book just for you. Check it out right after this episode, of course. Okay, now truth number two. And this one I've done an episode on somewhat recently. I think it came out in May, but it may surprise you too. Your body image can change even if you never 
love your body. What? All those people on Instagram are telling me I gotta love my body and then I'll be free. Just love my body. Love what I got. Love my cellulite. Love my stretch marks. Oh, friends, this is another piece of fiction. So let me tell you a little bit more about me. I am a rule follower mostly, okay? Um, if I think the rule is stupid, <laughs> then I may then I may deviate a little bit. But, but for the most part, I'm a rules girl. And if there's something I want, ooh, especially if there's something I want, and there's just rules I can follow to get it, hey, man, I am in. Give me the rules. I will check all the boxes. I will do all the things to get what I want. So when I searched for freedom from my body image struggles, I determined that I was going to follow every rule. I would do things like look in the mirror until I could pick out that one feature I liked and train myself to ignore all those ones I hate and just go out into the world confident because I knew I liked my eyes or it wasn't actually my eyes. I don't know what feature I picked, <laughs> but I tried it. I tried it. I'd say nice things to myself. You know, the positive self-talk. Okay, there's something to that, but that's not the end of the story. It's never helpful to tear yourself down, to degrade yourself. We should talk to ourselves as we would talk to a friend. We should be kind to ourselves, but that's not it. That, it, that in and of itself will help you after you've found freedom, but that is not the way to freedom. Oh, what else did I do? I would write down lists of all of my good trades. Yes, I did it. Oh, it's kind of embarrassing to think about. I just hoped, I guess, that the body positivity would free me from the prison that I lived in of self-image struggles. But friends, none of those things ever worked. And so when I was in my mid-30s, I just thank God for the grace that he showed me in revealing to me that a big part of my problem was that I was focused too much on myself. It wasn't that I couldn't be body positive enough. It wasn't that I couldn't derive enough love for myself or for my body. It was that all of my self-focus was sinking me deeper and deeper into the pit of body image despair. And really what I found and what this show is about and my blog is about and my books are about is that freedom came when I started to think about my body less. My relief entered when I stopped spending so much time trying to fix me and trying to love me. So I know what you're wondering. Do I love my body now? Okay, honest truth. Not really. I could stand to lose a few pounds. The seams in my pants would appreciate that. My hair is never on trend. I just perfected straightening it. And now everyone's wearing curly big hair. But do I still fight an all-consuming battle with my body image? No, no, I don't. Praise God, I am free to spend, I'm gonna say 98% of my time thinking about other things. And y'all, that feels great because there used to be a constant conversation in my head about what I weighed, what I looked like, what size I wore, what size I needed to wear, what I needed to eat, what I shouldn't eat, how bad I was reading the wrong things, how good I would feel if I could just lose the weight, how my life would be awesome if I could just look different. All of these things consumed my thought life and they don't anymore. And so I praise God for showing me that path to freedom. Okay, truth number three. There is hope. And I really want to just leave us here today because if this is 
the first time you've heard this message, this may be all brand new to you. And you may be thinking, okay, Heather, I hear what you're saying, but how is this even possible? And so I want you to know right now today, even if you feel hopeless, even if the enemy has convinced you this is a struggle you'll have your entire life, even if you've tried all the things, all the programs you've paid. I have women write me and they're like, I've paid thousands of dollars trying to fix this issue and I'm more stuck than ever. If that's where you are, I just want to encourage you, do not give up. You do not have to struggle alone, but you do not have to struggle forever either. I mean, I did all the things, friends. I ran from diet to diet. I was a self-improvement rat race, like gold medalist, okay? I was doing all the things and none of them led me to the path of freedom. So can I just encourage you today, if you're looking for freedom, start by reading my books, Compared to Who, Burden of Better. I'd love, I'd love to get to know you better. <laughs> um, you can sign up for Refocus 21, which is an online course we offer several times a year. I'll do coaching, I do group coaching and individual coaching. You know, I, I just want you to know that there is real hope for freedom from your body image issues. And I hope that today you'll be able to separate some of the fiction from the facts and realize that God loves you. Your value, your worth is not at all based in your size, what you look like, how God created your body, right? He created you on purpose for a purpose. And that's a beautiful thing. You are made in his image. And I pray, I pray today that you will just feel his loving arms around you and hear his encouragement. My daughter, I have good things in store for you. I've made you for a purpose. You don't have to change to be accepted by me. That's the encouragement I want to leave you with today. Thanks for listening to the Compare to Who show. And I really hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Hey, friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. There's no better way to start your day than spending time in God's Word and in prayer. Don't know where to start? We have a free daily prayer podcast created to help you do just that. The Your Daily Prayer podcast delivers a thoughtful, devotional, and timely prayer to you seven days a week. Gain inspiration, faith, and encouragement with daily messages in 10 minutes or less. To start listening now, search Your Daily Prayer on your favorite podcast app or visit lifeaudio.com.